Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, Brian, Brian. We have a powerful, powerful show. Yeah. It's going to be powerful, Brian. I, that's all I can say. I'm excited, and I, we're going to laugh. We're going to have fun. But, Brian, we're going to talk about some things that are near and dear to my heart. And you know those things, Brian, the suffering and the pain and the overcoming things. And, Brian, you know what? I, I really believe our guest tonight, I believe uh, we're going to come up with some solutions for some of the problems that a lot of people are going through. And I, I truly believe the life of this person that we have tonight, it, it's going to shine tonight, Brian. That light has been shining on stage, on television. It's just a beautiful, beautiful light. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. We're going to have fun. You know, Greg, I, when you told me about uh, our guests and who we are going to have tonight, I was thinking like, I was like, wow. You know, because it's just, when you look at what they be what they have accomplished, yes, and it seemed like it happened so fast, and I tell you, when I watch what they do, it's just the funniest thing. And I, when I say they, I mean her as well as her husband. Mm-hmm. When I watch them and their chemistry, it's just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing, you know. And I just I can't stop laughing, <laughs> you know, because their comedy. You know, the thing that they do, it's when you watch them and, you know, it's almost an indescribable thing. You can see the beauty in their comedy. You can mm-hmm. see their togetherness while they're doing, you know, when they're doing their acting, you know, their acting bits and so forth. And so it's just a beautiful thing to watch. Yes. Well, you know, I, I, what I get from watching uh, these this couple it's like every every care that I had or everything that was on my mind that was troubling to me, I was able to just forget about it for some reason. Somehow they're able to take that away and, and put your mind and, and focus right back where it should be. And to hear her sing, and like I was saying earlier, Brian, I spoke with some women today, and they all said, she touched their soul when she sings it as if she's singing to them. And, you know, we can all say profound things and powerful things, but when you say and speak the things that that person is going through, that just makes it that just much more powerful. You know, I can't really get it out, but it's just so, so powerful. Yes, yes. Well, let's bring her in, Brian. Yes. We would like to introduce to you all arrayed in beauty and endowed with graceful artistry, actress. And singer Miss Tamala Mann. Oh, I'm sorry, and I'm just queuing her up, and I hadn't brought her in yet. 
Are you there? I'm here. Well, good evening. Good evening. Good evening to everybody, to the listeners. Thank this you. is Tamala Mann. I'm happy to be with you guys this evening. Thank you yes, so much. Yes. Thank Thanks you. for just, having me. Yes, oh. we're just so excited. I'm, exci- I'm excited. By, I'm excited, too, <laughs> to talk yeah. about whatever we're going to talk about. <laughs> Here's my first question, and it's actually sort of like an observation. I see that you were born and raised in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh-huh. And it's ironic because my wife and her family are from Fort Worth, Texas. They're from oh. Como. Really? Oh well, yeah. I wasn't quite I wasn't quite that far west mm-hmm. of Fort Worth, but yes, I lived in East uh, East Fort Worth is basically uh, where I was brought up at that area, yeah. and uh, it it was a wonderful thing, you know. Even with the ups and downs, I thank God for it. I thank God for it. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a good and, thing. And you, and you know, it's funny because as I was reading, you know, your story, it says you were the youngest of fourteen children. Mhm, that's it's correct. Like. How was that like? Yeah. Well, that? you know, actually, they had did a shift by the time I really, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like some of the older ones had already went on and got married. Uh-huh. And I and I also, because it's funny because I have two nephews that are the same age that I am. Because mm-hmm. my two older brothers had sons the same time that I was being born, which is crazy. Uh-huh. But it was it was good to me. Because uh, I'm pretty spoiled, even with, you know, being poor, but they still spoil me. And I guess everybody just took a lot of time with me, and um, it just made me really appreciate family. And what was cool about it, too, is everybody else has the same father except me. Mm. My mom, after her husband passed away, she had me later. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, that's funny, but it was it was a lot of fun. But sometimes it could be kind of, of course... And I was the, everyone else is like dark complected in my family. And I'm like the lightest one. So I'm the white, I'm the light sheep of the family, if you could say, <laughs> instead of the black sheep. So it's like we heard all the time. They said, this is my little sister. No, it ain't. Yes, it is my little So it's like this argument goes on and on and on all the time. What but it was, a, it, it was good. It was good. You know, everybody knows you, you must have Indian in your family. I know. Well, they do. <laughs> and what's good is all of them. And my on my father's side, too, they had good hair. But my mom and, like, my sister, they got really nice hair, but I got skipped. <laughs> I, I was like, well, Lord, he gave me the voice. So thank yes, God for the voice. Thank God you know, for the voice. We, we had your husband on a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about, and he said he enjoyed it too. Yes, yes, we we enjoyed him, and he was talking about your voice, and uh, well, you know, I kind of put him out there a little bit. I asked him how you guys met, and uh, he pretty much said that you were running after him, and he was playing <laughs> hard to get and that kind of thing. <laughs> he need to cut it out. My best friend, we went to church together, and she went to high school with him, with him, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how we met. But what's so so funny is to go back a little further, our parents used to go to the same church. We were going to the same church, me and David, but when we were young, like little kids, mm-hmm. so we didn't remember it. But our parents told us later on after we got back together, after we got together, mm-hmm. they, it's like when they got to meet each other, see each other again, they knew it just like, ah, what are y'all doing? We've been knowing each other all these years. So it's just funny how time just circles and things circle around like that. Right. But it's, she introduced us. 
Well, that's awesome. He did. He did finally come out and tell the truth, though. He did. He, did. he, he, he said you guys kissed, and the next thing he knew, you guys were married. He did say that. <laughs> he didn't say I skipped across the drive, skipped across my apartment building. Well, we didn't. We didn't let him get that far. He he was kind of getting out there a little bit, so we had to we had to pull him back in. Thank you so much. Thank y'all for looking out for me. <laughs> you know what? A lot of women. A lot of women want to know. There's a lot of women out there right now that that are single. And mm-hmm. they see you with your Adam, and they see how happy you are. And that's just a blessing for uh, just African-American people, just people in, in general, to see how happy you guys are, to know that, you know what, sometimes we're uh, displayed on television in a negative way, but to see it in a positive light, it gives them hope. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about it is, they want that, and they say, you know, that's possible for me. Yes, so, it is. Yeah, and and the the question that I was asked and told to ask you is, how did you know that David was your Adam? Well, I knew kind of right. It's funny, but right off the top, but to just kind of go biblically, I went and wrote my vision down. Wow. I wrote what I wanted in my husband down at you know early like eighteen nineteen I was because you know being in the church all those years and you know raised in the church and all, so I just put it to paper and asked the Lord what I wanted and told God, and the Lord did just what I asked because I didn't want a man that was smoking and drinking, and I was like, Lord, I don't want to try to help try to help him break his habit. You know, I didn't want to deal with that. Right. I didn't want to have to work with that. And um, I wanted somebody that was that was singing. So if I did come in late from a music, musical, I wouldn't try to have to be explaining that this is really where I've been. You know, sometimes right. you can, because how you have midnight musicals or sometimes it goes over late. But I really made my request known unto God, ladies. And gentlemen, you can do it as well. That uh, to ask God what I wanted, and when I met David, and we started singing together, and I just knew I really liked him. It's like something on, you know, it's just like a gut, you know, the gut feeling that you get sometimes. Like I need to do this. It's like sometimes you have that sure answer of feeling that this is what I need to be doing right now at this time, mm-hmm. and I just knew it. But then, of course, he was doing his own thing at the time, and we hadn't made no commitment. But I was just patient. I was patient. I wasn't rushing him, like, you know, trying to pursue him to let, you know, for him to know that I really liked him. And, you know, sometimes I see in the world now a lot of women are so strong that they just, they really not waiting on that Boaz. They just really just pushing the meter a little much to try to do it themselves versus waiting on God. Mm. So I just say wait on the Lord. And once I decided to just not, to think, well, man, I don't have anybody, everybody else, because a lot of my friends was getting married. And as soon as I stopped really worrying about it and just enjoying life, it happened. And I just knew it was him. Mm. It it sounds so far-fetched, but it's the truth. I just, it was like I knew, and it's like he knew. So it's like he got his little play out, like his little lady friends he was talking to, and we just started spending a whole lot of time together, and we just knew. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just all smiles here because I'm thinking, you know, that is the way that I believe everybody would like it. Their yeah. Their relationships to go. 
And I believe it's possible. I mean, you know, things are still in Christ. All things are possible. If we just a lot, we just our patience is so short as a people. You know, we're we're right now people that you know visual. If we see it, you know, or if we don't see it, we really don't believe it. You know, it's like we just have to go beyond that that faith. You know, we have to trust that faith. It's like a faith walk. It's a faith walk. It's just trusting God. A blind faith is what I call it. A blind faith. That it can happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm finished. I'm finished. Okay. I was going to say, it's interesting that you said you wrote it down. Yes. I remember reading in the book, it says, and I hear people say, write the vision and make it plain. Yes. Jeremiah. In fact, if you decided that you were going to write this down, you put it to paper, you you gave it what I consider legs to stand on. Okay. That's good. That's good. (laughs) That's good. I like that. You know, most people don't think like that. Yeah, because you know. it's really, truly what you call, when you say legs, oh, bless God, it's standing on the promises. Mm-hmm. When you said that, you st- I mean, to actually give it legs, I'm standing on the promises of God. If my ways please him, he will give me the desires of my heart. Mm. Okay, we ain't going to preach tonight. We're not going to preach tonight. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, that's But that just, man, you just that, that was a whole nother light just came open <laughs> on that. You know, I mean, that's good stuff because, you know, one of the things I was going to ask you were what were some of your influences? What what influenced your faith walk and the walk that you're taking now? My mom. My mom was a believer. I mean, she prayed. And uh, just, you know, because we were, like I say, poor. She was struggling. But she just believed God. And it's like when that's all you see, I mean, it gets to a point and then how I look at, like, my senior year, didn't know how even I was going to get my cap and gown. It's just all these things. And people, I just believe, and then I was just being faithful unto God. And people at my church just start giving, well, what you need? I'll get this for you. I'll get that for you. You know, it's just God just put people in my way to make things happen for me. And uh, I just, it's just, I'm just so grateful to God for just choosing me. Mm. And it's just, it's amazing to me. I'm in awe even to this day to just drive up to my home and like, man, this is ours. But I remember when I lived, you know, in the in the hood. I never really lived in an apartment with my mom. But I did once I moved out, they was like hood apartments. And we were just talking about that the other day that, you know, I pray God keep me as he elevates me, keep me. So sometimes I do go ride back through my old neighborhoods to remember where God has brought me from mm. so I can just reflect and tell people that God can. Mm. You know, you're looking at now, but you don't know my then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So it's just it's just amazing. But if you just get out of the way, God will use you if we get out of the way. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, right now, a lot of people are struggling in their relationships with their husband, and, and a lot of women are struggling with just a lot of things. And it, it seems like it, everything just boils down to where is your faith? Mm-hmm. What, are you, what do you have? What kind of relationship do you have with him? Uh, what was your foundation? Who helped you with that? Do you have a solid foundation or do you have a rocky foundation? Because that's what you're going to pull from. Mm-hmm. And David was talking. He was telling us about the time that when you guys were younger, 
and the, the type of car that you had, it made him appreciate the things that he have now for Yeah, although reason. he gave you the windshield wiper story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so it's so true. So yeah. true. That's what I mean by the now and then, you know, it's just people just don't they just look at it like, Well, I want what they want but they don't know the cost that we've paid. Right. I mean, we've paid dues where, you know, we've cried. We've been backstage where we was just crying and saying, Lord, you're going to have to help us because mm-hmm. things happen that you just don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I was willing to work through it because I knew in the end my payoff was going to be. Mm-hmm. I was willing to stay faithful to God. Like, he didn't tell me, no, you leave. And a lot of times in the marriages, you know, right now, people want, you know, it's like quit is so easy because it's so easy to just say, well, forget it. I quit, whatever. I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. But the thing is, is once you quit with that person, you're going to have to go through it again with somebody else. So why not just work it out? Because when you really love someone, you're willing to work through whatever. Mm. Because like Scripture says, love covers a multitude of faults. And if you have enough love, it's just like Jesus giving him his life for us. He loved us enough, knowing that we would be really, we are filthy rags. He loved us enough that he gave his life. He wanted to, he took punishment for us. But we're not willing to take punishment for each other, you know, meaning couples. We're not willing to go the extra mile to say, well, okay, look here now. Now, I don't like when you talk to me like that, and if you could, you know, okay, I understand you being upset, but, you know, we need to find a different approach on how we talk when we get upset versus just saying everything that comes to mind where you just cutting me up when you get mad. We have to come to that point where you're not going to just do me. We're not going to just do that each other and try to one-up each other. Well, your mama's stupid. No, your mama's stupid. Your daddy's stupid. No, your daddy's stupid. Mm-hmm. So we have to take some time to explain to each other, you know, maybe walk away for a minute, but come back right, you know, not two and three weeks later, but come back once you cool off and like, look, okay, I said that wrong, you know, let me apologize now. But a lot of us just want to be right all the time, and it's not about being right. It's about making this thing work, you know, being faithful to the cause, you know. we Just really just meaning our vows when we say I do. I will, you know, you may lose your job, but I'm willing to work until you get another job and we make this thing happen together. Awesome. You know, you know what I hear, Greg? Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. But what I hear is she's saying the key to a good relationship is communication. And it's, communication the, is actually communicating, actually saying something and, you know, because when you're, when you're arguing and fussing, you're not really saying a whole lot. No, because it's like everybody's wanting to be heard. Mm. No one is listening. Mm. When you're arguing, the majority of the time, it's like you hear one word. Like if somebody up and say, you're stupid, all you hear is stupid. You don't hear, you know, the, what was said in the, in the beginning of the sentence and what was after it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, like we, it's just like scripture. We take what we, you know, we just take what we want and then we leave the rest. We take a little piece. God mm-hmm. will supply, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, but, but we forget about the rest of it. Right. Let, me, let me ask you this. Is it fair to say that your life, for all the people that are suffering and wanting to give up, is it safe for me to say that your life is an example for others as far as faith? As far as faith? 
space. Yes. I would. I think it's okay. Yes. I think it's okay. Yes. But I mean, I'm not perfect. Right. But one thing I do, you know, when I pray, it's funny that you say that. When I pray, I believe God when I pray. Like the other day, um, you know, we had the storms here uh, the weekend where a hurricane came through um, Houston and Galveston, Texas, and the, it was supposed to rain really, really hard. It rained Saturday, and it was supposed to rain Saturday and Sunday. And I had a benefit program that was here Sunday that I had been, uh, my uncle passed, I, my uncle, he's in a small town, and I promised him years ago that I would come to his church and do something. He passed away. So me wanting to keep my word, his son took over his church, and I wanted to go, and, you know, he called me. He was like, well, Tam, when can you come? And, you know, I'm trying to do something for the church down here. So we came up with a date, and I'm like, Lord, I've all dates. Here comes this hurricane, which, we, you know, we have no control over that. We have no have no control over that, but I'm talking about faith. We have no control over that, and uh, I was like, Lord, I need you, to, Lord, I need you to have clear. I need clear skies and no, no rain, because people, you know, that kind of run people away when it rains. You really, because I don't like to go out in the rain. But when I came back home Sunday morning, how about it was clear skies? It rained Saturday, but it didn't rain like they said we was gonna get like four to six inches, all that. But I had just prayed and asked God. I said, Lord, you know that my time frame is such and such and such, and I don't have any more time open, weekends open, to go and do this program to help him with his ministry. This is how I'm talking to God, y'all. Guys, this is how I'm talking to the Lord. <laughs> when I got off that plane and it was nice weather, and I was just, and we was getting in the car, and David said, do you believe God when you pray? I said, yes, I do. And it was just so it's just amazing. It blow. It's a wild factor how God just blows me away, and my even my family have come to to the point where they like. Well, if you want something to happen, ask Mama to pray for you, because it's gonna happen if she pray. <laughs> and I mean, I just you know, but it's like I believe what I when I pray. You know, I do. I really do. And I even got to the point where, you know, with me and this weight thing, I said maybe this is my thorn. Because I was like, Lord, you're doing everything I else but getting this weight off like I want it. I mean, you know, it's funny, but I just believe, I really do believe God. But I I think it's like to the point of, okay, if this is going to help me stay where I need to be, I'm healthy, but I still need to take some of this off. But I just I just believe it, regardless of what it looks like, what it sounds like. I just believe God. Awesome. Yeah, I, 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 I feel I, like I'm talking too much. No, no, you're not. no, you are no, you're not. <laughs> no, please don't stop talking because, we, you know, people need to hear that. Yes. People need to hear that because, you know, it's funny. I talk When I talk to people, a lot of people don't believe that their prayers can be answered. Yes, they it's, can. You know, they they pray and they say, well, you know, Lord, if you're going to do it, then do it. But I understand if you ain't got time for me. You know? <laughs> but I think sometimes when it don't happen as quick as we want it, because he really does, if, if if you're living right, he does answer. He does answer, but sometimes he won't. It's almost to me it's like he want to see you sweat a little bit because he won't know if you're really going to trust him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You know? Cause, and that's so, that, you and, know what? 
you know what, that's something that we won't do. We'll trust him for a little while. Yes, and then we want to quit. And then we want to quit. But then when something happens, we'll pick up the phone and call our friends and talk mm. with them about it first before going to him. He's, yes. A lot of times we use him as our last resort. Yeah. And when he should be our first. That's true. That's so true. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Brad, I'm sorry to cut you off. I know you had a question for us. No, I was actually going to get into um, some questions about what she's up to right now. Uh, what I'm doing? What are you doing? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well right now I'm uh, preparing myself to go, and um, we've been working on our project together. Me and David is doing a project together, and I've been writing for that and um, making ready to leave because we're about to start the sitcom. Meet the Browns, yeah. and we're about to head to Atlanta uh, for about six weeks to record that, and um, and just doing other ministry work on week, you know, my dates on the weekend promoting the CD I have here now, uh, mm-hmm. Tamil Man the Live Experience. If you don't have it, it's a live DVD CD. You can oh, go to TamilMan dot com and pick it up. Uh, I have an online store, or check your local Christian bookstores or Walmart. Yeah. And, uh, if they don't this, have it, tell them that you need it. If you don't have it, you do need it. It's really something to see. It really is a live experience with me. Not just so much what you see. You get a lot more than what you see on uh, the television with the plays because I'm in my true element where I don't have to stop because I'm in the house of God. I don't have to stop because of stage. And, you know, it's only certain a certain amount that they'll allow you to do. Right. But I just, uh, and time, but you get the whole live experience. You get it on the CD, and you have an actual DVD that you can watch. That's Tamala Man, the live experience. You can go to com and I have an online store and order it, or try your local stores, uh, Walmart or Christian bookstores. What is it? That's what I'm doing right yes. now. Good, awesome. I wanted to ask you, everybody wants to know, everybody loves Tyler Perry. Everybody is always talking about him. What is it like working with Tyler? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's just, you know. It's crazy. Cause the it's, reason, yeah, the reason I'm asking that is because. It's a lot, it's fun, but, I mean, it can work. And sometimes it can be intense, you know, because he'll come in and he doesn't take a whole, he doesn't take a lot of time. You know, it's like he wants you, once we go through some stuff, he wants you to remember what he told you. Mm-hmm. He wants you to, you know, it's like he have tell you take your script, make notes, remember what your blocking is, meaning where you're supposed to be on stage, mm-hmm. and but it's but on stage it was a blast because I laughed every night, like I laugh every night at, at David, but it, it was a lot of fun. But it could be crazy, like like I'm saying, because you just you're going. It's like you once you go, you having to you having to go get it. Got to go get it. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I was saying that is, it's possible for people to live a dream and do what you're doing, and, and not so much just what you're doing, but doing that thing that they love to do and get paid for it. I'm going to tell you something, guys. What's funny, this, the acting, is really icing on the cake for me of what God set up for me because this is nothing I ever desired, ever dreamed about doing. Hmm. Never took no acting ex- even in drama in school. I didn't do any of that. So it's like when this came about, you know, I went 
and I like um, David went and um, he kind of he did his little interview with Tyler and read and everything and uh, I came along with the package and I told him well I had like one line and that was I can do bad on the first one before we really got got going in the show mm-hmm. and I told him I'll sing all day for you but acting I'm not can't do that I'm not gonna be doing that he was like before it's over with I'll have you acting. So how that came about is one young man that was playing an uncle had to, he decided to go do something else, and I got put in the role as Cora, Madil's daughter, because first I was Cora, Mr. Brown's wife. Mm-hmm. And it just got all turned around, and I'm telling you, it's just, I'm saying, if I mean, God is just amazing. <laughs> He's amazing because he'll, he'll, I mean, we have gifts. You know, as the the scriptures stir up the gifts. If we want the gift to be stirred up, that was a gift that I didn't even know I had. So I mean, it's just it's amazing how things can just come about. That's awesome. Wow. And you know, I I'm gonna tell you something, and it's, and don't laugh at it, but the reason well, you I'm, know what well, I'm a laugher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. But it, you know, listening to you talk. I feel like, because I was just recently in Fort Worth for about uh, a week, mm-hmm. and I can hear your your accent. Yes, and, and I'm old. I feel like I'm just I'm just right there with a whole family again, you know. <laughs> How cute! No, that's good. That's that. You know, I I I just have to be me. I can't be nobody but me. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I know, and I I tell a lot of people too. I know y'all hear the southern draw a little bit. But I have people laughing all the time. Some of my cousins they they mess with me um, about come on, ooh Tammy, they call me Tammy. You're so country. I was like, oh well, I'm just being me. But, <laughs> but, but no, and I'm not. It's not. No, no, no. Don't understand. It's just that I love it. You know, because I always tease my wife about how she talks. No, that's fine. I don't <laughs> look. It's not offensive at all to me. I'm just. I look. It's done because it's just it's just me. It's just a part of me now. So I have what I can't I can't change it. I start, you know I'm not too good. So here's my question. Go ahead. When you huh? and are just like when you all are just not like in your acting mode, not in your singing mode. Is he still crazy? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. Yes, he clowns all the time. <laughs> I laugh at him so much all the time, you guys. You wouldn't and, believe it. I mean, the it, character that he that he portrays, it is just classic. You can find like somebody like that in everybody's family. This boy <laughs> here is—he's retarded. I talked to y'all earlier. He's David's retarded. He told me it's been a couple months ago now. He had been just really just clowning like every day, and I'd just be looking at him, just laughing. He said, "I'm gonna have to charge you." I'm not charge you because you're just having too good of time. <laughs> I was like, "What you mean, charge?" He said, "Cause you always laugh," and I was like, "Well, you always clowning." Well, I tell you what, the the shopping, Mr. Brown goes shopping, and you guys pull oh, up on man. the bicycle. That just happened. Well, none of that planned. We just they told us we was going there that morning, and it just all happened. And he so when I was left, them them bloomers. Or whatever they were, those different multicolored uh, uh, boxes. And telling me that I could make a, a, a something out of that flag. Yes, yes, yes. I said, you, boy. I you was... know what? 
Tell me, I, I wanted to, you were saying that, you were talking about how good God is and how wonderful he is. Even when you were in the valley, even when you and David didn't have what you have now and you were struggling and backstage and you guys were shedding tears and all of this stuff, I think the beautiful thing about that is you didn't stop. You kept going forward. And I think that's what a lot of people do when that storm comes. They just stop. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. It's like, you know when you have work to do? Mm-hmm. I, it's like when you know you have work to do, it's like you try to get as much done as you can before it's time to get off. And I'm just at that point that I know the Lord is soon to come, and I have a lot of work to do. And there's people that I'm reaching, I was reaching with the shows, some of these people will never come to the house of God. So it's like I'm using this as a, a, a approach a, to reach people that would never come to the house of God. So why not flip the script? So it's a lot of times, and see, that's what I love about working with Tyler, too. He allows us to make the character our own, and if it, even it's changing a couple words, he's cool with it, you know, if it's going to enhance that, you know, that scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I just, we have too much to do. I mean, I can't, I think, too, that's why God has blessed us, because I look beyond me. I look beyond, it's not about me anymore. And so happened, the Lord just blesses us, because I don't let it be about me. And, you know, and I don't say, well, me, 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 all this kind of stuff. You don't you don't hear us saying that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I feel like, you know, my just reward, yes, we want to be taken care of down here. And that's why I tell the Lord, you know, sometimes when I don't understand when things are happening, I'm like, well, Lord, I'm your child, and just for us to just get abused, like, you know, get mistreated. But if we live godly, we're going to suffer persecution. That's the scripture. So I just like, okay, well, if you can just help me bear Bear through this <laughs> and bear with it, you know, that yeah. I I know, you know, what we do in secret and give and help people, that my I want my reward to be in heaven mm-hmm. because I want all my stuff up there. Going on. <laughs> you know, I want all my stuff. Everything that belongs to me, I want all of it. You know, I, 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 I want to say that you touch people, you and your husband, you, you touch people, more than I think you know, and I, and I know that is none of your spiritual business because that's just how it's it's set up. That a lot of the people that you touch, you'll never hear from them. You'll never know. But the fact that you're out there and you're doing the the work, good work, good clean work, and knowing at the end of the day that you can go home and say, you know what, I did my best. Yeah, I did yeah. my absolute best with the with the talents and the gifts that you've given me. Mm-hmm. I, I feel good. I can go to sleep. I know uh-huh. that I gave it all I have when uh-huh. I was on the stage. Exactly, and that's yeah. how I do. I mean, I let it. I let it rip. I'm singing as if it's my last time, my last time, because we don't know. You got people just falling out and leaving here. I mean, I had a, a minister. He's an older guy. He's seventy, a little bit over seventy, but he wasn't really sick. But y'all, he preached hard Sunday for last had altar call, had people come and people join the church. 
And right after he got back up in the pulpit, he fell. He fell. I mean, like, just fell out. But it's like he just put it all on the table. I just feel like Pastor Richard just put it all on the table, and that's the way the Lord wanted him to go. Mm. So, I mean, he he went doing what he wanted to do. I mean, what he loved doing is Mm. preaching and teaching the Word of God and drawing people and reaching people to let them know that he's soon to come. And, you know, we want to be caught. I want to be caught doing the Father's business, not no caught doing no foolishness. Amen. You know, I, I, I'm not for that one. I'm not, you know, I'm not for no foolishness. I'm for living right. I'm not perfect, but I believe if I say I'm going to live right, I'm going to live right. You're not going to catch me cussing and slipping like that. You're not going to, you're just not going to do it because the Lord delivered me from cursing. So I don't want to go back into what my old man used to do. Mm-hmm. I want to be changed, you know, but not to say you're not gonna, I'm not going to get mad and, you know, I'm going to get mad, but I'm just not going to reflect back like I used to get mad. You know what I mean? Right. I just feel like we have to draw a line right now for God, for Christ. So the people, because I believe the world is so confused because we have so many people saying one thing and living another, and they don't know what's what. It's like if we don't. Be of the world, just going out there. But if you're gonna live a, be separated. That's what the word says. Let's be, let's be separate. Whereas I'm in the world, but I don't have to be of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that's important because, like, in the industry that you're in, there are so many different pit. Miss Mann, Miss Mann. Greg, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, hold is, on. Is Miss Mann there? I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but that's all that, right. That devil is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Miss Man, um I'm not even gonna give him the time of day, but you know how people watch you. Mm-hmm. People are always watching other people. And and I want to say this, there's a lady that I work with, her name is Clyde. 
every morning she comes to work and she greets people the way that everybody should treat each other. Yeah. She's always happy every mo- no matter what. It doesn't matter what's going on. But when she comes in the door, it's, it, it makes me feel good to see her and smile. And, and I was always, I, and I used to think, what in the world is she coming in here so happy about every morning? <laughs> She's consistent. <laughs> She's consistent. Every, That's yes, what she is. She's yes, consistent. Yes. And I, I don't know. I, I just love the fact that she did that. And now I practice that because I was watching her. And then I don't know if I if I got caught up, cut off of when I got cut off. Mm-hmm. I was just saying I didn't want my life to be a hindrance of 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 confusing someone to become like Christ. You know mm-hmm. how we can do things. I don't want to be a hindrance. Where they be like, no, I don't want to be like them, because you know, I can just basically you can do bad all by yourself. Yes. I don't want to live like them. If if they act like that, I don't I don't want to be a part of that. Mm. So I don't want. I just want us to just be an example of what I believe Christ would do and how Christ would act, you know, in mm-hmm. winning people over to the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. because that's what it's all about. It's for me to win as many people as I can win over to Christ. That's what I'm in it for. I'm not in it for me. I'm in it to win souls to Christ. And, you know, I think that's where the reward comes in. And I think that's what, that what, you know, that's something that gives you that strength. Even before all of this happened, you know, we all have trials. We all have tribulations. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that you have to make up in your mind that I'm going to finish this. If I've never finished anything before in my life, yeah. I'm going to stay in this to the end. I'm going to ride this thing out no matter what. Right, right. Yeah, because so many of us will quit. Like you said earlier, it's so easy to give up. And when you're right there at your breakthrough, a lot of times we walk away from it not knowing how close we were to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And, that's uh, that's for, good. Yes, yeah, for you to be on television and we see you, and it's like you have reached the maximum time allowed for recording. To review or re-record your message, press one. To mark your message urgent, press two. To mark your message private, press three. To send your message as is, press the pound key. Hello. Nothing has been. Hello. Hello? Yes, Are I'm you here. Still there? Yes, I'm here. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm having some technical difficulties with the show. I don't know what happened. Not sure what's going on either. Yes, but that's okay. Go ahead, Brian. I know you had a question for. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about your musical influences. Who are some of the people that influenced you, and who are some of the people that you like to listen to? Uh, my beginning influences were uh, the Clark Sisters, the majority, the Clark Sisters, and. Uh, Coming up, I listen a lot to uh, Walt, um, Andre Crouch, and um, of course, my mom. She always be was playing like Shirley Caesar, but I my favorite favorite were uh, James Moore and Vanessa Bell Armstrong were my favorite. Now I listen to everybody, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I have like uh, I like Dietrich. He's on my. Oh yeah. Uh, and I love, um, I have Jay Moss's. I love Dorinda Clark. Um, who else do I have in there? I listen to a lot of Christian contemporary. Mm-hmm. 
uh, radio. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I have? Hmm. When when you know what I, last time I, last time we spoke with David, he said that you guys were working on uh, something just the two of you were doing. Yes, that's what I said. Me and him is working on our project earlier. Yes. When will that be out? Because you know, I'm looking. Oh, we're looking at. I'm sorry for cutting y'all. Okay. We're looking at the uh, beginning of the year, like mm. February. That sometime mm. around in there. That's going to be nice. That's going to be nice. I, I can't wait to hear that. You know, I, I I don't think people really know. Well, they I think some people, most people know, but a lot of people don't know that David can sing. Well, he sings, yeah, but he's always, yeah, I guess because cause the character doing uh-huh. the, the Mr. Brown. But he can. Yes, he can. Yes. But uh, if they even remember him from doing, he's able on um, Kirk Franklin and the Family, the beginning CD, while we sing. Mm-hmm. He did. He's able with Kirk and um, a couple other things, but it was, he really can sing. It's like, he's like, man, he's like, what? But he likes acting more than he likes the singing part. And you know what? And me, doing. it's more the singing than the acting. So it's so like you, we we balance each other out. I was just about to say you guys balance each other out so well because somebody's got to be sane in the group because. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I try my best to uphold that. And, and even when you're doing the shows, if if they just focus in on you, they'll see you laughing. Yep. Yep. Especially especially the one where Mr. Brown goes shopping. I mean that was. I can't stop talking because it just. Ha- I'm telling you because it just happened, so it was so funny because it wasn't nothing was programmed. It was. I mean, nothing was written. It was straight off the hip, and it was. He had me laughing so much. I was having to hold myself because he was he was clowning. <laughs> but I thank y'all for having me. Yes, yes, we thank you for coming on. We 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 do apologize for the for the difficulties that we're having. We don't we don't know what happened, but oh well, that's we, fine. Yeah. That's fine. Thank, yes, yeah, thank I'm, you. I'm I'm happy with it again. I'm thank you for having me, and uh, I just pray and hope that everything that's been said that touched some people's lives and help give them direction on what they need to do and how they need to hear from God. Good, good, awesome, and thank you again. And tell your husband we said hello. I and, will. Uh, yes, and we're praying for you guys, and we can't wait for uh, to see you guys on television, on stage, and just everywhere else. Just continue doing what you're doing. Well, thank you so much. God bless you guys. All right, thank you. you. Thanks for joining us. Uh huh. Y'all have a good evening. Thank you. Thank you. 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 Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, actress Miss Pamela Mann. Brian. I tell you what, I don't, I don't know what happened to the system, but uh, we she she hit on some powerful things. She, yeah, she touched you know, on some powerful like, things. Like she said, I, I think that that old man might be busy. You know, I'm not <laughs> going to call his name because I'm not going to give him that much more credit. You know, but like she said, she hoped that whatever had been said would definitely be a blessing to others. And, you know, I truly believe that, you know, her life is the example and the blessing. Yes, yes. I tell you, man, I I, I am uh, excited. Even though she's gone, I'm 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 still excited because if you look at what they're doing, they're doing something that a lot of people in the industry would not that um, they did not welcome it with open arms, and they still don't do it. But the yeah. thing the thing of it is, so many people. 
in society are embracing what they're doing, that they don't have a choice but to accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I think now it's become so apparent that, you know, this isn't just like a fly-by-night thing. It's just like a little shot-in-the-dark comedy skit or whatever that, you know, these are serious actors and actresses, and they're really doing something that's not just all comedy. You know, it actually serves a purpose. You know, when you watch the shows that and the things that that um, Tyler Perry has put out there, you know, if you really pay attention to it, all of them have messages. You know, I just recently watched Meet the Browns, and Meet the Browns had a compelling message about family and about trust, you know. And so even though it had its old crazy brand of comedy, and, you know, you got Muddy about to go to jail and she's running from the cops and, you know, it has all that crazy stuff in it, it still also had a message that you can oh. learn from, that you can grow from, that, you know, a lot of times when people give you their word or if people are trying to help you, you don't necessarily have to feel like that's just the same old person that's trying to get something from me or get something out of me. You know, that there are some genuine people out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I be, and I truly believe Miss Tamla Mann is, je, is definitely a genuine person. Yes. You know. And, and, not, and, and not just her. There's, there's a lot of good people out there. You know, we hear all the time, what a crazy world, what a crazy world we live in. It's not the world that's crazy. We're not, we're, we don't live in a crazy world. We live in a blessed world. We live in uh, a time now that you can do pretty much whatever you want yeah. as long as you make up your mind to do it. And I think, Brian, I, I really do believe that that's where it is. Where, where is your faith? What do you believe in? What what is it that's pushing you? Pushing you? What is it that you're holding on to when things are not going good at home, or, or things are not going good in your marriage and or in your job, or just everyday just crazy things that happen? What are you holding on to? Because Brian, a lot of people, uh, when those times come, a lot of people are in the bar or in the club. And they're looking for something to try to make them forget about what they're going through. But Brian, when they put that alcohol down or that joint or the, or, or those pills, when it's the, when they come down off of that high, what do they have? What what do they have to spend on? Like you said, where are the legs to the things that you're believing in? Mm. Yeah, uh, man, I tell you, you know. When I'm out there and I'm talking to people and I'm doing my thing and I'm trying to encourage them, trying to help them, you know, the one compelling thing that I see is that people will know when you're genuine. Mm-hmm. People will really know when you're genuine. I had a situation in, uh, this week, just this week, where I was confronted by, you know, a truth. And I stood firm to my truth, and because I stood firm to that truth, you know, and I didn't back down, and, you know, when I saw certain things that I could have done better, you know, I changed my approach, you know, but I didn't back down off the truth. You know, I saw actual changes uh, occur in that particular situation. 
And so, as you know, I'll say that to say this. A lot of times people will know when you're genuine, and people will know that, you know, people, when, when, when they confront you with things, you have to stay true. You have to stay true. You can't, you can't get wishy-washy. You can't let certain, you know, how do you say, situations bring you down to where you don't stand for anything. You know, and and when you have people like Miss Tamala Mann, you know, you could tell that she stands for something. You know, mm-hmm. her faith is so important to her that that's what she lives by. She stands by her faith. She talked about how her family truly believes that she can get a prayer through. You know, talk to Mama. Mama can get your prayer through. You know, I mean, that's something that that you don't just take lightly. When people believe in you and people have that type of trust in you, that's something that that's commendable. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, and especially, Brian, to live your marriage life out in the open. A lot of people are just not comfortable with that. They're not comfortable with the world coming in the way that they open themselves up to everybody. And Brian, if you can recall when Mr. When, uh, Mr. Mann was on the show, the the thing that the, he wanted to make sure that he thanked everybody for every single thing that they did for him and and everybody that followed them, he thanked them, and you can tell that he was sincere because he said, "It doesn't matter how many people are there. If I'm outside, I'll stop and give an autograph, or I'll stop and I'll talk with people." Because he truly understands that a lot of people are going through, and if they can just get close to you, and if you could just say something that will ease the pain, or you can say something that that person is going through, and you don't know them, that's powerful. That's powerful when this man can can control an entire audience from standing on the stage and doing something as simple as singing. It's amazing. And, Brian, I know you heard me say a lot of women and a lot of people were talking about her and her voice and yeah. how powerful it is. Yes. That's you know, I can thing. remember the first time I actually heard her sing. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was it kind of threw me off because I'm thinking, you know, it's rare that you see actresses that can really, really, really sing. And so I was giving her credits as an actress, and she says, well, I'm not much of an actress. And I'm thinking, wow, she's actually a pretty good actress, and she does very well. But then when you hear her voice, she says, well, I'm a singer first, and my husband is an actor first. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, wow, you know, if if you consider your acting to be your second best thing you do, then, ooh, you know. Hate to hear the first, <laughs> you know, and I mean, then when you hear the first, you understand. You're like, wow, it doesn't get any better than this. Yes, but I tell you what, it, it like I said before, Brian, she's really an example of what faith is. If you can hang in there and stick it out, she never said it was easy. She didn't say that. She talked about the times when it was painful and hard, and and for a husband and wife to sit and cry together, they don't know where that money's coming from to pay for this or pay for that or where the next meal is coming from, for them to stick together in that time. Because, Brian, a lot of people, when they're pressured 
in situations like that and they're following their dreams, and even when they're not following their dreams, but when they go through those tough and hard times, sometimes it'll divide you. But when you stick together and your focus is not on the relationship but on him, mm. you can make it. Because there's not a relationship out there, Brian, that that something uh, has come in their life and it's just shaken that relationship. You're going to be tested. You you will be tested if you if you're married, if you have a fiance, a boyfriend, whatever. You, that relationship will be tested. The thing is, what will you do when those times come? And it's so easy to just quit and give up. Yeah. But but Brian, and, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, you know, you know, people are asking that question all over. Mm-hmm. And to be quite honestly, and to be quite honest, my answer would really just be for me. See, that's the that's the type of answer that you have to ask and answer for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because when you're going through. My answer is just a suggestion, but the answer that you have, you, you've already got it. You already know what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You already know that you have everything you need, you know. And most people say, well, what if I don't have any food to eat? Well, you know, you have a means to get it. You have a way that you, have a way that you can get it. You, you should never really be without anything. Because there's always one thing that can provide for you, and that's prayer. Mm. You see, just like what Miss Mann was talking about, how she prayed for something. She prayed for it not to rain. <laughs> you know, just something as simple as that. You have to understand that power of prayer. I'm, and, you know, and I'm saying, you know, it's just that simple. You know, the thing about it is those little simple truths are the things we overlook so so often in too much. We overlook those things, and they're simple. Yes. Something as simple as saying, okay, today I'm going to actually start writing that book. Today I'm actually going to start writing, you know, that play. I'm going to actually start learning how to sing. I I want to sing, you know, or I want to dance. So I'm going to actually take a dance lesson. I'm going to actually take on an opportunity to do something that I've never done before. Most people are so stuck in that same rut of doing the same thing every day the same way, looking for a different outcome, that, you know, they never take, that opportunity to do something different. Mm. You know what, Brian? We have to do something. This world is moving. We can't stop. No matter what we're going through in our lives, we have to continue moving forward because that's what that's what trials and tribulations will do. They will they'll stop you if you're not careful. My my grandfather used to always tell me. You know, he gave me this example. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. And when you start doing the things that you want to do, people will come against you. The same people that helped you will turn against you. And he, the example that he used, Brian, was a, a, he showed me one day. He said, you see that dog over there sitting up under that car? 
He said, that's just like you not doing what you were created to do. But when you start moving and going after your dreams and your goals, your friends will turn against you. Brian, he said, when that car moves, that dog is going to run and bark at that car. He said, but when that car, as long as that car is stopped and not moving, you'll never see a dog barking at a parked car. (laughs) They only bark when you move. Your friends will turn against you when you move. People will come at you when you move. But as long as you don't stop, you can get there. You can make it. And I say to everybody that's got ears and they're listening, you can make it. Don't stop. Just continue doing the right thing. Don't ever get tired of doing what's right. And with that being said, we thank you for joining us tonight. We're so glad that Tamala Man came on and, and blessed us all with words of wisdom. And we can't wait to see you back on the show, Brian, on Monday. God bless. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.